Did you ever play the game of hot and cold growing up? You know your friends would hide something and they would tell you if you were getting hotter or colder as you searched for it? Well, it turns out this game can be applied to productivity as well. By using the principles of hot and cold, you can hone your focus, increase your efficiency, and achieve your goals faster than ever before. Are you ready? Let's dig in. Welcome to the Productivity Shift Podcast, the only podcast for women in charge who feel overwhelmed with all they have to do. Whether you own your own business or lead a team or take care of your family or all of the above, this is the podcast for you. Choose how to spend your time so you can make progress on what matters most to your life and business. I am your host, Elise Enriquez, a certified life coach, productivity dork, and the creator of the GIST program that helps you get your shit together. Are you ready? Let's dig in. Hey there, we are hopping in the time machine this week, or at least for a little bit. I want, to, I want you to go back with me and see little Elise in a game of hot and cold. So you remember remember how that's played, or at least in my family, the way we did it is whoever was it, quote unquote, it had to leave the room while the other person or people hid some sort of prized object somewhere in the room. So let's open on the scene here. Little Elise is walking back into the living room of our beloved farmhouse that we grew up in, and she was it. The prize, her Barbie doll. Her favorite Barbie doll was hit. Yes, I'm not, I'm not joking. It was a Barbie. Uh, her prize Barbie doll was hidden somewhere in the room and she had to find it. Now, here's something you may not know about little Elise, or we'll just say me. Uh, I hate messing up. I hate getting something wrong. And if you add an audience to that, it's my nightmare. <laughs> so I am the kid that hated PE because we had to learn to do things in front of each other. And these things were things where it was obvious if you couldn't do it right. So playing a game like kickball or baseball, where you you were the one that's like alone at home plate and all eyes are on you and you're just trying to get to first base. I mean, that was my nightmare. And so you could imagine, you know, I'm standing there at home plate, the pitcher winds up and rolls the ball toward me. We're talking kickball here. And I kick too early or I kick too late. And everybody either groans or laughs. You know, the laughs from the other team are humiliating and the groans from my disappointed teammates as I kick hard and miss for the third time make me feel ashamed that I let my team down. So that is Elise. That is me. And imagine little Elise, because I guess that was little Elise, but imagine little Elise now playing a game of hot and cold, right? She walks back into the living room and just freezes for like almost a minute. She doesn't want to take a step in either direction because no matter what, she has like a 50% chance of being wrong. Not that she can calculate those odds at that age. She's not thinking of it that way, but she just knows that failure is definitely an option with every little step that she takes. And even a step in the right direction guarantees nothing because the next step could still be the wrong direction. So Little Elise could just stand there in the entry to the living room trying to figure all it all out in her head if she wants to. Like, where the hell do they put that Barbie doll? But, you know, maybe they put it in the piano, but probably not because we got in trouble last time we put stuff in the piano. Or maybe they put it under dad's chair. Or, I don't know, maybe they put it behind the TV. Little Elise could think through all the scenarios, and she could even guess the right location but she will never know where that Barbie doll is until she takes a step. 
because what if I'm wrong, she thinks. But deep down, she knows two things. Number one, she wants her fucking Barbie doll back. (laughs) And number two, she won't know where Barbie is until she takes a step. So the game begins. She takes a step in the right direction. Yay, warm, like positive reinforcement to play the game. Hooray, right? Then she takes a step in the wrong direction and gets told colder. Then the right one again, all right, warm. And again, warmer, pivots and, you know, takes a different step in a different direction, colder. And so on and so forth until the fun part comes when I don't know how you guys did it, but my family be like warmer, warmer. Oh my gosh, you're going to burn up. Oh my God, you're going to, you know, all that kind of stuff. It gets to be very dramatic. All of that until little Elise finally lifts up the middle cushion of the god awful orange floral couch and finds her beloved Barbie doll. End scene. You know where I'm going with this, right? I want to know, where are you standing there frozen because you are running through the possibilities in your mind and you are not taking any real steps in the real world to see if this thing that you want, this your metaphorical Barbie doll, (laughs) is, is really possible. I cannot tell you how much thinking people do. In my line of business, in my, my gosh, 14 years now as a coach, there is a lot of thinking that people do, and there is not a lot of action that happens unless they have, you know, somebody to help them, somebody like me to help them, right? So they will go through all these scenarios in their head, and there's so much analysis paralysis that people can get into, and they can let so much thinking get in the way of actually finding out. And it's not like they're worried about what they're going to find out because it's like this thing that they're wondering about is a bad thing. They're hesitating. They're not taking action on things that they really want for themselves, something that they think they might really want. The thing is, you're never going to know for sure without taking action in some way, shape or form. And that is why the productivity shift is all about running these little experiments to help you make progress on what you think matters most to you. And what matters most might be something that's just for today. What matters most might be something just for this week or this month or this quarter, or it might have something to do with the impact you wanna have in this world or the the legacy that you wanna leave behind when you're gone. It doesn't matter how big or small this thing is. You need to take steps in the real world to see if it can happen. And sometimes the things that matter most is like taking your time back, getting systems in place, getting on top of things again, you know, setting better boundaries and not feeling so overwhelmed all the time and not letting interruptions get you off track. It doesn't matter what it is. All of that is a series of experiments as well, a series of steps that are hot or cold. You cannot improve your productivity without running some experiments to find your best way of doing things. That's how it's going to happen by being willing to take action being willing to do something and then get the feedback that comes your way, hot, cold, you know, warmer, colder, whether that feedback comes from other people or whether that feeling of hot or cold comes from within you because you took an action and you're seeing how it felt to move in the direction of what you're pretty sure that you want. Either way, you're only going to find out by, be, by being willing to take just one little step, get that feedback, and then take the next step. So if you are ready to prioritize what matters most to you and to start taking these little steps, start taking action on that thing, 
I'm actually going to have a live Dare to Prioritize challenge coming up in May. So be sure to head on over to daretoprioritize.com to join the waiting list. So that way you will get notified as soon as registration is open for that free challenge that I run. I would love to help you make progress on what matters most to you. So until we run that experiment, that Dare to Prioritize experiment, until we run that experiment, that challenge, I have an experiment that you can run this week. Yes, it is time for your weekly shift. All right, it's two steps. First step is I want you to think about that one thing you've been putting on the back burner that you care about, you're passionate about it, you're excited about it, you know it would be good for you in that way where you want to do it, right? It's something that you want to pursue. All right, do you have that thing? I want you to say it out loud right now. Go ahead. All right, say it out loud. Or, you know, if you're at a coffee shop with AirPods in listening to this, then you go say it to yourself or write it down somewhere. So one, identify that thing that you just keep putting off, that you keep playing around with a scenario in your head and you're not doing anything about it, like nothing real in the real world. That's step one. Step two, I want you to play hot and cold with this thing this project, this goal, this idea, whatever it is, I want you to play hot and cold with it this week. All you have to do is take one tiny little step every day and see how it feels to take action toward this one thing. You're going to take action, get feedback. The next day, take another action, get feedback. The next day, take another action, get feedback, so on and so forth. Okay. If you are all in on trying the shift this week, I want you to head over to the productivity shift on Facebook or Instagram and comment in the weekly shift post with some sort of fun emoji. It can be a scared emoji because you're scared. It can be a thumbs up. It can be a heart. I don't care, but head on over to Facebook or Instagram to the productivity shift and share some sort of fun emoji to say, yes, I am in on the weekly shift this week. And if you know of anyone who'd like to get quick, actionable information on how to move forward, what matters most to them, be sure to share this podcast far and wide. Okay, that is all for this week. I look forward to hearing how your shifts go this week, but I'll be back again with you next week. Until then, keep making progress on what matters most. Thank you for listening to The Productivity Shift. If you're ready to get your shit together and choose how to spend your time, then the Dare to Prioritize Challenge is the best next step. You can sign up for free and start the challenge today at daretoprioritize.com. Hey, everybody, you did it. You made it to the credits section of this podcast. (laughs) The Productivity Shift is lovingly created by me, Elise Enriquez, and it would not make it out into the world on time every week without the support of Rachel Sonia. She is our producer and makes sure that everything happens on time and gets delivered beautifully to your ears every single week.